A reading from Matthew 20, 24-28. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Maybe about a week ago, we talked about um, this whole concept of Jesus as servant, he who serves. And we referenced uh, Philippians 2, um, which uh, we read. Uh, Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking on the form of a servant. What a huge um, chasm in terms of human nature and human expectations. We're all trying not to be servants for the most part in our uh, (laughs) walk through life. We're trying to climb to the next. I'm one of these people, so this is why I can talk about it. Uh, When I first came to New York City and I found myself in a publishing job, I was what I would call a lowly uh, sales rep. Uh, It was not a prestigious position, and I immediately started trying to climb out of it. And the miracle was, is I was successful. I was very successful climbing out of that because I wanted to be a ruler, Uh, you know, get a a, a, a director of this, director of that, and everything. So when I came upon Jesus as servant, I probably had a very hard time digesting that and understanding, even beginning to understand what it meant. I mean, so it's the opposite of what we expect. If you flip on your television set and go to any one of the news channels, uh, why are the people there just talking about political leaders, senators, House of Representatives, President of the United States, and head of the Army, head of the Navy, Air Force, etc.? Uh, this is what they focus on. They don't focus on uh, the people of every day. They po- focus on uh, these uh, uh, masters of the universe, or at least in their mm-hmm. own mind they are. So when one comes to Jesus and hears that he is a servant, uh, you have to actually cut through your preconceptions in order to get to understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jesus did not come as an emperor uh, Mm -hmm. or even a warrior. Jesus came to change the the nature of the human heart so that uh, when you fell away from God, you you had a chance of actually turning around and returning to God. Our connection to God is through the heart and through the power of the Holy Spirit in the heart that you have ingested. Uh, This is being born again. And once you become, as Paul did, a servant of God, you can serve God. Mm. And you can also serve your neighbor. That Mm -hmm. takes a zillion different forms. 
Uh, but it's not lowly. It's the most amazing thing you can possibly do in this world. Mm. Yeah. And that countercultural dynamic, you're talking about the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of this world. It wasn't, it's not just true today. It was true in the ancient world as well. You know, if, if you go to Thessalonica today, Eric, you can walk into Thessalonica and right there on the main road, there's a huge arch. It's called the Arch of Galerius. And Galerius was a Roman emperor from the fourth century. And on it, there's this very exaggerated picture of Emperor Galerius defeating the Persians. You know, he's crushing some Persian satrap under his horse. I can almost guarantee you the battle didn't happen that way, but that's the way it's depicted on this arch. And I often think about the juxtaposition between the way of Rome or the way of the world and the way of Christ. You know, the way of Rome, Rome would say, if you get in our way, we'll we'll crush you. Jesus says, you know, you get in my way, I'll be crushed for you. Wow. Rome would say, you rebel against us, you're going to end up on a cross. Jesus says, because of your rebellion, I'll get on the cross. See, if you walk into any ancient city, you can see this juxtaposition between the way of Rome and the way of Christ. And that's not only true about the ancient world, it's even maybe more true today.